We're back here on the Urology Care Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Mark Fallick. He's out of Voorhees, New Jersey, a urologist. And today we're going to be discussing some of the common tests used in urology. So Dr. Fallick, if you don't mind just letting us know, what what are some of the most common tests that you would see in this field? In terms of tests that are done to evaluate patients, we often do a urinalysis as part of our initial evaluation of the patients, checking the urine for many different things, for blood, for signs of infection, for sugar, uh, and, and other abnormalities. Um, we also do blood tests to look at kidney function sometimes, uh, what are called BUN and creatinine. And in men, we are very commonly using the prostate-specific antigen or PSA test as a screening test for prostate cancer, but also as a way to monitor treatment response in patients who have had prostate cancer treatment to make sure that they are adequately treated. And then there are some of the x-ray tests that we use. There are many different ones. We use plain x-rays sometimes to look for kidney stones or other structural abnormalities. Oftentimes an ultrasound we can use to look at the kidneys, and uh, CAT scans are becoming increasingly popular, a way to uh, evaluate for kidney stones. And uh, an MRI has also been shown to be helpful to evaluate certain parts of the urinary tract and prostate. Now, what should someone know about these machines that you mentioned? I think um, the MRI machine, for example. Sure. So MRI is not commonly used as a first screening test in, in, in most urology cases, but oftentimes will be used to, to further evaluate uh, findings on, a, on another evaluation. And the MRI can be done uh, sometimes with IV contrast. Usually that's helpful to further evaluate the anatomy uh, the MRI uh, is usually pretty well tolerated by most patients, although some patients find it somewhat confining or claustrophobic. And in that case, the urologist can usually prescribe a medicine to help them relax and, and get through the test more easily. What's a bladder scan? Can you tell me about how that works? Sure. So bladder scan is a nice tool that we have now to evaluate patients both in the office setting and in the hospital setting to make sure that they're emptying their bladder well. And essentially, it's an, an ultrasound-type device it's painless. It's a probe that's placed on the uh, over the bladder area with some uh, uh, lubricant jelly on the skin to help the signals, and it basically measures how much urine may be left in a patient's bladder and helps us assess whether a patient is emptying their bladder adequately or not. How about a kidney scan? Is that similar? So there are two ways that we can evaluate the kidney with scans. Some people refer to a kidney scan as an ultrasound, and an ultrasound is very helpful looking at whether there's any cysts in the kidney, whether there's any fullness in the kidney. The other type of scan that can be done is what's called a nuclear renal scan, uh, which is a way to assess kidney function and and check the kidneys for blockage. And it's a test that's done uh, similar to some of the other tests we talked about, where a patient may be given a, a an injection of a, uh, uh, a substance that can be monitored and see how well the kidney is excreting that substance. And it's a, uh, again, other than the injection, a fairly uh, uh, painless test for the patient. How about a cystoscopy? Can you go into detail on what that is? So a cystoscopy is a, is a telescope test that's done to evaluate uh, the bladder and sometimes the inside of the prostate and, and the urethra, the urine tube. 
there are different ways that cystoscopy can be done, but one of the nice advances uh, over the years has been the, the introduction of a flexible cystoscopy, so it's a smaller, more, uh, more flexible scope. Uh, in the past, the cystoscopes were only available with a, a rigid scope, and the flexible scope allows us to perform this uh, oftentimes in the office with some uh, local numbing medicine. Uh, sometimes uh, cystoscopy is done in the operating room for other reasons, and then there are ways that we can do procedures or treatments through the cystoscope. So it's a very important tool for us to evaluate patients, also to treat patients uh, in some situations. How about a urinalysis? So the urinalysis is a, uh, as we mentioned, is a test uh, done on a urine sample, and we are able to check for many different things on a urinalysis. Most commonly, we'll be looking for signs of either, either infection or blood. Um, I've had a number of patients over the years that have had symptoms, and when I've done their urinalysis, I find they have high levels of glucose or sugar in their urine. They weren't aware they had diabetes, but we've, we diagnosed them based on that urine sample with diabetes and other testing, and, and that's the explanation sometimes for some of their urinary complaints or other complaints. Sure. Now, you talked about a urinalysis. How about a urine culture sample? What's that? So a urine culture sample is also done on the urine sample that the patient provides us. It's typically sent to an outside laboratory where it's checked to see whether the patient has any uh, bacterial infection. And the culture tells us, uh, usually takes a, a day at least and sometimes a few days to get the culture result back, but it'll tell us whether there's any bacterial infection growing and also checks for the appropriate antibiotic to use to treat that infection. Uroflometry. Can you touch on what that is? That's a nice test also to help us evaluate patients. It's a painless, non-invasive test. Basically, the patient uh, passes their urine into a special container that's able to measure the strength and speed of the urine stream and gives us a good idea of whether the patient has any kind of blockage issue uh, or whether they're uh, passing their urine without any, any, any blockage or impediment. What might the condition be? So we often use that to evaluate patients to see whether they have an enlarged prostate that's causing their stream to be uh, uh, blocked or not come out easily. Uh, also, patients can sometimes develop scar tissue or a urine stricture from uh, either uh, infection or, or trauma that uh, will impair their urine stream also. And, and again, the, the, the Euroflow test is a way to check whether there are signs of blockage somewhere in the, in the urinary tract. Sure. And in the field of urology, we do hear a lot about the testicular self-examination. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Sure. Uh, testicular cancer is fortunately not that common a disease, but it is something that tends to occur in younger men. It's one of the cancers that's more common in younger men rather than in older men. Uh, it can happen at, at older age as well, but the most common group is, is in the younger men. And the testicular self-examination is a tool that a patient can use at home, similar to how women do breast examinations at home, on a regular basis to identify any abnormalities, any growths, any, any lumps or bumps that uh, might need to have further evaluation or testing. The nice part about the testicular self-examination is there's no cost to doing it. There's no pain uh, or invasive aspect to doing it other than the patient checking themselves and noticing whether there's any findings that are of concern. Now, we certainly touched on some of the most common tests to expect in urology. Is there any other um, tests that you wanted to touch on before we wrapped up the interview today? 
Sure. There's a lot of newer testing that's being done for certain patients. There are some newer uh, blood and urine tests that help us identify patients who might be at higher risk for certain uh, prostate or bladder cancer. Um, we know now that there are some men with uh, genetic predispositions to prostate cancer, and some of the genetic testing that's been used in women over the years regarding breast cancer and ovarian cancer now is applicable to some men as well. And so these are new fields that urologists are, are, are finding can be very helpful in helping us evaluate and identify patients who either need uh, more um, focused testing or uh, treatment uh, options that might not be uh, known otherwise. Dr. Mark Fallick has been our guest today. He practices urology in Voorhees, New Jersey, uh, which is near the Philadelphia area. And I had asked uh, before if you were an Eagles fan, and he is a native of Massachusetts and a, a big-time New England Patriots fan. My question to you is, Where's your Massachusetts accent? Where is your New England accent? I, don't, I could not tell that you were from Massachusetts. Yes, I have my parents to thank for that. They were not uh, native New Englanders, and they made sure very, uh, very early on that I, I did not acquire the uh, distinct accent that uh, many, many New Englanders have. But my, my passion for the Boston Red Sox, the Celtics, the Patriots is still there despite the lack of the accent. There so. you have it. Thank you for coming on today and talking to us about these tests. Thank you for having me, Casey. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urology Care Foundation, the official foundation of the American Urological Association. For more information on today's topic and for all things urology health, visit urologyhealth.org.